the first topic will be on the liturgical year. Father McConville will speak about Advent and Christmas tide. Well, good evening, everyone. As we begin the liturgical year, what's the first season? Does anybody know? As we talk about the the church year, what is it? Advent. And Advent means the coming of someone, when the Advent, the arrival, in this case, the arrival of of who's coming of Jesus very good yep I knew you knew all right so it's the coming of Jesus now what the big feast that we're building up to in the season of Advent is Christmas which of course commemorates the birthday of my aunt Leona you're right yep she was born on the 25th of December no, of course, as, as dear as my Auntie Lee is to me, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. Now, our Lord didn't just appear on the scene. There was a whole preparation leading up to his arrival in Bethlehem, his birth in Bethlehem. And that build-up, that process of preparing the people of Israel for the coming of Jesus the Savior was a long process. Started all the way back with Adam and Eve. And after they had disobeyed our Lord, God said, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they did. And all of a sudden now, we have to start waiting for a savior. And all of the patriarchs that came, Abraham and, and Noah and Isaac and Jacob, on and on and on it goes. The prophets, Jeremiah and Isaiah, all these people we hear about at mass, until finally after centuries of preparation, Jesus is born in Bethlehem. And so as we live out the year in the church's life, we do just like the people of Israel did centuries ago, waiting for the coming of the Messiah. We have a season, that season of Advent, which is very short, four weeks, actually not even most of the time, a little less than four weeks, for us to be like the Israelites waiting for the coming of the Messiah because we look at Christmas and we remember how Christmas, the birth of Jesus 2,000 years ago was the fulfillment of all of that preparation for the Israelites. We say, okay, he's not gonna be born again in a stable in Bethlehem on the 25th of December, but we remember how God prepared his people to receive him when he came. And so Advent then becomes an opportunity for us to say, how do I live my life in preparation of meeting Jesus? Just as the Israelites met Jesus in the form of the shepherds that came to see him on that Christmas night, or how all of the nations of the world represented by the wise men, the Magi, came to worship the infant Christ. How do I prepare myself 
to welcome Jesus just as those people did. So we go back to the way that God prepared from the very beginning. We look at all of those stories in the Old Testament, all of those steps that God used to prepare the people to welcome Christ when he came. And so the season of Advent is for us then that time to look at how God prepared people back then, how do I prepare myself here and now? And we recognize too that the days are dark, right? It's dark in the winter, it's getting darker earlier these days. When our Lord is born, the days start to get longer. There's more light. Christ is the light of the world. So as the daylight begins to return for us, we recognize we even use nature to talk about Jesus, the light of the world with us. So the season of Advent begins very dark because it's those dark days of the year. And it starts with the stories of way back in the past, like the stories of Noah and Abraham. And as we get to about a week before Christmas, we start hearing the stories of the events immediately before Jesus' birth. The birth of John the Baptist, who would be the herald of the Lord, who would point him out when he came so we wouldn't miss him. We see him there with Jesus at the baptism at the Jordan. And we hear how his mother Mary receives that message from the angel Gabriel, which we see right here in this stained glass window. And of course, right next to it is the stained glass window that marks the nativity, the birth of Jesus. So again, it's like a big camera lens pulling us closer and closer into focus until we arrive at Christmas. And then we don't just stop there. We don't say, oh, Christmas, all done. I know how it goes. My, I think our tree was packed up and gone uh, by the end of the week after Christmas. It served its purpose as being a present receptacle. But Christmas season goes on beyond December 25th. There are a number of feast days that we celebrate that all have to do with the childhood of Jesus as well. So we have, for example, the eighth day after Christmas is New Year's already. And so we recognize and we remember Mary, who's the mother of Jesus and Jesus is God. So we call her the mother of God. And then a couple of days later, we have the Feast of the Epiphany. Again, the Magi, the wise men coming to adore our Lord. In fact, I think in that window of the nativity, you've got kind of both going. You got shepherds on the left-hand side and you got magi on the right-hand side. So we're kind of doing the whole thing all together. But we celebrate them on different days in the Christmas season. And we conclude the season of Christmas with that event where Jesus begins his public ministry when he's baptized by John in the Jordan. So the season of Advent is a season of preparation and we use the example of the ancient people as they waited and prepared for the coming of Jesus. So we prepare ourselves. How do I encounter the Lord in my life? How am I ready in my prayer, in my good deeds towards others? 
in my study of my faith? How do I recognize Jesus when he's in my midst? And how do I respond to him when I do see him? And then the Christmas season, we rejoice. We rejoice that Christ is with us and that he gives us the new life that he shows us in his baptism. The baptism that we all experience that gives us new life in Christ as well. So that's how we begin the church year with Advent preparing, Christmas rejoicing at the birth of Christ, and then we move into the next season, 